we're gonna do the podcast without Mari today. Hi guys. It's me and it's me and me. <laughs> That's really embarrassing. I don't want to do it. They're supposed to date themselves. I know, but we We got you little lettuce head. (laughs) Welcome to Lettuce Help. I'm Marielle Scott. And I'm Natasha Kaneda. And we little bitches. (laughs) And we your bitches today. (laughs) We are the arugula and kale of lettuce help let's be serious mari i no, like enough of that because it's not fail fail (laughs) (laughs) it's not fail it's not fail you know what it means (laughs) it's not fair that you get to be arugula never i never said that i don't know you implied it in your tone oh sip sip bitch (laughs) (laughs) suddenly she's really thirsty. thirsty so welcome to episode five Today, Mari, what are we talking about? Today we're talking about, drumroll please, please, female friendships. Just kidding. Um, can I see your phone? Oh, yeah. We, we found a quote by Cleo Wade. Natasha found the quote. She's being sweet and saying we, but. It was me. It was her. Yeah. That I'm going to do a dramatic. Guys. And you know what? It a just little ADM. What is it? A A ADMR, ADMR, BDSM, ASMR, ASMR. That's not fair. But we, yeah, it just it was like a perfect description of how we were feeling. By Cleo Wade. Natasha, please I'm take sorry. this seriously. I'm sorry. Okay, go. This is a serious it is. episode. It, it is about. I'm sorry. Okay, by Cleo Wade. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Big friendship is a bond of great strength, force, and significance that transcends life, places, geography, and emotional shifts. It is large in dimension, affecting most aspects of each person's life. It's full of meaning and resonance. A big friendship is reciprocal, with both parties feeling worthy of each other and willing to give of themselves in generous ways. A big friendship is active, hearty, and almost always a big friendship is mature. Its advanced age commands respect and predicts its ability to last far into the future. Aww. That's amazing. It's true. How do you guys feel? Do you guys feel like... Do you feel satiated by your female friends if you are a female? Uh, I think some questions that we would love for you to take away from this podcast is how do your friendships make you feel? What friendships in your life light you up? Which ones drain you? I know that during the um pandemic and during the quarantine I've been hyper aware of my energy of what drains me and what motivates me and unfortunately more people drain me I've realized than activate me and make me feel really good and I have had to take a step back from some friendships because it's made me feel like okay if I feel like I want to nap every day 
then the last thing I want to do is hang out with these people, you know, or social, social distance with these people when I could be, you know, taking care of myself or I could be taking care of my parents or hanging out with you. I was about to say, are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> Look, I really wanted to take a I've, back. I've I learned who drains me. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? That would be so, so awkward. More than be, awkward. That would be so awkward. <laughs> Do you, are you uncomfortable right now? I would be so uncomfortable if I were you. Yeah. Uh, You've just become more aware of like what really what friendships are feeding you and what friendships are draining you. But I also want to say there's a part of it that you always have to kind of look at maybe what you're doing. No, I'm perfect. Oh, oh, I (laughs) see. No, no, it's all them. (laughs) (laughs) Like I always, like, yes, okay, we know when there is an unhealthy friendship and we're going to talk about that. But also like I think sometimes relationships of any sorts can be a mirror and like just like we were just talking about the most helpful thing that you can say sometimes when you're creating a negative uh, dynamic in a certain relationship Brené Brown taught me is you say okay the story I'm telling myself is blank because Maybe you're drained because you think Jessica is super annoyed with you every time you bring up your boyfriend because she's single and it, it like makes her jealous. And then you talk to her about it and she's like, no, it doesn't annoy me at all. How would you talk to Jessica about that? Um, I'd be like, yo, Jessica. You would not say <laughs> no. How would I talk? Uh, uh, how would I bring it up? Mm-hmm. Um because that's for me what's a really hard part is like if there's conflict within a female friendship bringing it up it's like but I always try to say like it's the first 15 seconds of an uncomfortable hey can we talk yeah do you remember how so Natasha and I have known each other since we were <clears throat> seventh grade it, Mara it was, doesn't remember it was it was ninth grade seventh grade we used to have no. lunch together but it's fine it's fine anyway eighth grade whatever whatever Clearly our friendship's in great condition now. (laughs) But I remember the first couple years that we were getting really close. I would get really quiet and I would say like, hey, I want to tell you something. And you would always kind of know that something was coming. Like I wanted to talk about something. Mm -hmm. So how would you do it? How would I bring up something that I wanted to talk about? I think I would just be like, for me, I don't know if this is right or wrong, but I always kind of start with like, hey, this could be totally in my head but I just wanted to tell you I've been feeling lately like every time I like talk about like my relationship and like how much fun I'm having like you get annoyed with me and then Jessica will tell you the truth instead of you creating a whole reality based off of a story in your head and maybe you're right and maybe you're wrong but like I think the point of what I'm trying to say is just make sure you look at yourself too I like that. When friendships are draining you. Yeah, I think that's really, really smart. You always have to look at your part because if you're in toxic friendship after toxic friendship after toxic friendship and you're like, you know, God, I don't, you know, like I have no female friends, Mm. which I have a hot take on. I have no female friends, but I just feel like it is you. Like you're the problem. If somebody's like, oh, God, I just don't like other girls. Girls are incredible. Right. We're amazing. We're powerful. We're smart. We're intuitive. We're kind. 
you know, I'm Aww. not. I I love. I like. I want to raise girls. Like I love girls. Yeah. Okay, my we get it. You love girls. <laughs> Ryan's ears just yeah. Up. He's like, I knew it. <laughs> I do. I love women. I think yeah. we're an incredible. We're special. We're so special and so magical. And like, I really think that like, if you're not getting along with the, uh, other girls, a hard truth and a, a a hard pill to swallow is that it's you. Yeah, I do. We neither. Mari and I do not like the whole. Girls are out to get you story. Or I'm not like other girls. Yeah. That one, it does not fly with me. Mm -mm. Remember that Haley Steinfeld song? I want to be like, I want to be like most girls. Right. Because most girls are cool. And it's so annoying how it's become such a um, like common phrase to like put down other women like by saying oh like it's so nice that you're you know you know you're not like all the other girls it's like what is wrong with women yeah and and why do we do that to ourselves right yeah I used to do that I used to want to be the only girl in a group of guys Mm -hmm. like be the cool girl yep the cool girl Mm. and it was a rude awakening that I was like oh I don't actually care about being the cool girl I don't need to like eat pizza and drink beer and like but still, you know, just try to be on my best behavior and pretend like I like video games. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so I want to say that for me personally, I went through a couple toxic friendships, which led me to some of the most incredible friendships that I could have <clears throat> ever, ever dreamed of. And one of the things in my life you know, in my gratitude practice in the morning and what I'm just so thankful for are the female friendships in my life and how on a day-to-day basis they really nurture me and really keep me going and keep me grounded. Um, I went through in high school, I was friends with this girl freshman year of high school and she would lie and manipulate, but I so just wanted her to like me. Yeah. I just wanted her to like me, and I went through that again in college. Like, you think you learn, but I had to go through it again. You learn and learn until you get the lesson. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn the hard way, and I really just wanted to be liked and what accepted. It, what did you learn? Well, I learned that I can be myself and that I can find friends who love me for exactly who I am and all of my quirks. Mm -hmm. And when I own my side of the street and I mess up, I can say, I'm so sorry I hurt your feelings. Yesterday I was acting really weird and it had nothing to do with you. And they won't hold it against you. Yeah. And they're not like, all right, well, like, don't do it again. Or like, I just think it's so weird that you act like that. And you're like, I'm, I'm sorry. Or if I'm in a bad mood, trying to come out of the gate and just saying like, it's not you today. I just want you to know that, that this is my own stuff going on. Right. So what would you say are like the, like the feelings that you have when you're in a toxic friendship that you, that made you realize it was toxic? Okay. I can go through them. Feeling like, feeling like they're always mad at you. Mm-hmm. Feeling like if you don't do what they want to do, they're not going to want to hang out with you. So having to people please. Feeling like, um, I remember one time I wanted to buy these shoes and I wanted to know if she thought they were cool. Oh, totally. I really wanted her opinion on everything Mm -hmm. because she was like, I was like, what do you think? Like, would you wear these? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I want to get them. I begged my mom for them. And then I never wore them. Yeah. And they're still in my closet. 
Oh, those are those shoes. You don't know what <laughs> shoes. Um, I would say taking pictures um, for social media and not it not feeling like natural. Natural. It feeling forced. It feeling like staged. Yeah. Um, I would say there's just a kind of deep um, nervous energy mm-hmm. when you feel like you're not worthy of a friendship. Yeah, I don't like those people that kind of make you feel like you're lucky to hang out with them. Right. They're elusive, like don't really give answers. They're flaky. Mm -hmm. They like don't, they're not where they say they're going to be. They don't stick to plans or, you know, or people also, it's funny because we have a podcast, but people who talk about themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Like, God, it's so annoying. don't really make room for you. Right. They never like ask you how you are right or make plans to you reach out like it's always you reaching out right so I I know like I had to my brother and sister actually like basically broke up with that friend for me because I couldn't do it so I caught her in a lie this is ninth grade I caught her in a lie and then I was like oh this is my out okay like I didn't I, I, I thought I needed an excuse not to be friends right which you don't actually no you can just say this isn't good for me anymore but I but my brother took my phone and texted her for me it was some drama. That was some shit. What did he say? He just said, um, all, he just wrote, like, all good. Like, I think we're good here. Like, something very, Dang. like, something very, like, yep, like, don't just worry. Yeah, just, like, don't worry about it. Well, let's, let's, so if you do feel like you're in a toxic friendship, like, what is a good way to, if you genuinely have looked at yourself and, like, realized, like, no, and you try to talk, and it's just, like, and sometimes, honestly, I will say Maybe it doesn't deserve a talk. Like, if you just truly are like, this isn't working for me, you can gracefully bow out. I actually disagree. Really? Yep. I think that it's worth a discussion. Hmm. If it's a good friend. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. A good I'm kind of thinking more like ninth grade friends that you like. Yeah. High school is also hard because you're seeing them every day and same with college. So just kind of distancing yourself is the move. But if you're, I think that if you're with somebody who with somebody like it's a really like it is yeah it is a relationship if you're friends with somebody and it's not good I think it is like hey I'm not like not feeling great in this friendship Mm -hmm. and you know you also need to do the work on your own journaling and you know and and figuring it out like what your side is but sorry you were saying no I was just saying so you do all that and you realize it's just better for you to not be friends with this person how do you break up with a friend? Oh my god, that's so sad. I feel it is like a breakup. I've, I've never done that actually. I have, yeah. So I think, it, it, I mean, it could be a couple different ways because there's also the friendships that you've just had forever. You've had them for so long, but they're not good anymore, and you need to make a change. And that is also really hard because you have so much history. Um. I would say the way to break up with a friend is to sit down. You can call them, which that's fine. But I would sit down and just be like, hey, look, I just kind of feel like we've drifted apart and I'm just wanting to take a step back. So if I'm not as responsive, you know, I just want you to know I'm kind of just taking some time for myself. That sounds good to me. That's how I would do it. I mean, you could kind of drift into the abyss. Help me. 
(laughs) (laughs) But I don't, I think that communicating is always better than not communicating. Right. Because how are they going to know, too? That you're doing that. It's not up to you to change them, but it is good to be like, hey, Stop you never me. ask me about myself. Right. This is a one-way friendship. If I'm even 10 minutes, you know, five minutes late, you get so mad at me. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. I'm trying. It's like I feel a lot of pressure in this friendship. I I think that I'm going to need to step back. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I was just thinking that's so funny is if we had recorded this episode maybe like five years ago, it would have been tense. Don't you think? Oh my Isn't god. Isn't that weird? Oh Natasha and I went through we some went shit. We went through some shit. Ooh, child. We really did, but I love being able to say that now. And like I'm actually like I didn't even think about that until right now. And I love that we can just like we moved past it. Oh yeah. Like we truly like and worked our, yep, through it. It makes me so happy. It. Let's share with everyone what happened. Okay, so Mari told me that I was ugly. <laughs> and it was <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't believe her, she's lying to you. <laughs> um uh I don't honestly like where I don't even know where to start. Like how that how it was just like basically I think we it was what I was saying we both we kind of started to drift apart there was definitely tension between us Mm -hmm. and we were getting in fights like little bickering just like yeah but like I never would fight with friends like that so I was like so confused like what was going on I was like yeah I had It's embarrassing. I'm not perfect. <laughs> no, me neither. I'm not perfect either. And and we also realize the way that we deal with conflicts is very different. And that's okay. And it's it, not everyone has to process conflict the same way. Right. Right. So, yeah, I think like the deep. Right. Under- <laughs> <laughs> the deep underlying thing that happened with Natasha and I is like we had been close for a couple of years. And then we just were. You know, I don't think we were communicating very well about our needs and we started to drift apart. And then I, I started, I'm definitely like anxious, anxious attacher. So as I felt the drift, I wanted to pull her closer in. And I'm an avoidant attacher. (laughs) Right. So she wanted to push away. Yeah. So you have this kind of like pull and tug thing going on. And I came to the conclusion because I was journaling about it and I was like, you know, I love my friend so much and I feel like we're drifting apart. And I came to the conclusion, well, I called you one day. Well, what I remember was we were at the Grove and you were like, hey, can I just say it's super weird between us right now? And I was like, oh, shit, we're doing it. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, because what I think was happening from my perspective was... It was it was weird between us. And because it was weird, I started to get uncomfortable, which I withdraw when I get uncomfortable. And then you took my withdraw as a sign that I don't love you. So then you started acting kind of like out on that. And then when you would act out, I felt like you didn't like me. But really, it was like you were just like wanting to know if I liked you. But I felt like you didn't like me. So it was like this vicious cycle. And right? this happened, you guys years into the friendship this is wasn't a new friendship no like this is because we were both growing and we were both doing work on ourselves and we were 
we were both figuring it out and yeah. there is turbulence and that's the thing too is like there's a difference between a toxic friend someone who makes you feel bad about yourself and conflict in friendship yeah and you have to address the conflict in friendship just like I'm saying a, this like a boyfriend I'm, and like girlfriend. A boy, I mean I know I'm saying this like I'm judge Judy like you got it but like there's a way to do it that's with love and compassion and it came to the conclusion that I just thought that I loved you more than you loved me and I was scared and it was so crazy when you told me that because I was like whoa I literally thought you hated me <laughs> Isn't that and so crazy? I was like trying to like get away a little bit. Yeah, oh, because she's you, gonna cry. I'm not going to cry. But like who wants to be around someone who hates them? Right. Yeah. And I, the way I was acting was out of fear. Right. Exactly. I was like, OK, she's backing away. She doesn't love me. She doesn't want to be friends with me anymore. Right. But that wasn't what was happening. It was because no. I was acting weird. Right. It was like this. It was a vicious cycle. It was. We were in. It was a little. And then we talked about it yeah we you just were like all right it's freaking weird between us and I was like yeah it is weird and so we sat down and we talked for like hours yeah and just told each other and then I remember you said one of your like fears was that if you told me like some of your feelings that I would later like hold them against you and I was like that is so messed up I would never never take your friends or your partner's weaknesses and then like put use it against them later that's so mean yeah that is and i would never do that to you some people do do that yeah if you do that use them as weapons later listening to us no i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm kidding delete this yeah (laughs) yeah it's so mean and and so it was just like a it's really cool that we kind of like went from high school through college through post-college and now to like adulthood and like our friendship just like we had to grow it like, we had to, like, water it with, and like, it communication. Is, yeah. And sunlight. And Aww. flaxseed. <laughs> no, it's true. And, like, a friendship is, like, a double helix. And yeah. you have to, just like a romantic partner, you have to nurture it. And a lot of people take their friendships for granted. Like, oh, they'll be there, so they're always going to be there. And Natasha and I do not approach our friendship like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what made you one of the pillars of my life. Is that like, I don't take you for granted. There's like a deep respect and honor and and understanding understanding of each other and a deep trust. And it's so healing to have a friend that you feel like just understands you. Like, I can't even explain like when you're having just a day like we were just talking about like in a few other episodes like where you just feel shitty and like having a friend that just gets that journey and you guys are like on it together is so healing it makes me feel so much better you know I've had a lot of days where I've texted Natasha and just been like hey like I want to hang out but I'm just not feeling like up today like uppity like I can't like be energetic I'm not and you've been like that's cool we'll just hang out let's go to the beach yeah we don't have to talk we don't have to do anything you don't have to like be on for me and I think that's also a a big sign that a friendship is draining yeah and a relationship so tell me what happens yeah and yeah but that's for another day (laughs) okay what all right so Natasha why don't you tell us a little about your past friendships I honestly, like, truly, I kind of feel like 
in a weird way, I've always been lucky with good intuition about friends. And I just get this like sense when I meet someone, I'm like, I trust you to my core. I can tell versus like, oh, I'm not going to like not like you, but like we're not going to be like best friends. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like I just kind of get that sense really easily like with you with my friend Izzy with Molly like I just trust you guys to the core of like my soul like I know you have my back I think one of my biggest indicators is if I leave a room and people start talking crap about me are they going to defend me or are they going to just join in oh god yeah that's like a big indicator of like someone that I trust or not and I will never forget there was a night that I liked this guy and I Mari and then our other friend Molly both knew I liked him and they were both drinking (laughs) sorry to put you on blast (laughs) and then they knew I liked him and then first Molly was like kind of like drunk and pulled me in the bathroom and was like Natasha I'm so sorry I ended up talking to him I didn't mean it and I was like it's okay like it's not that big of a deal but like I love that I have friends that will say that to me you know and then like five minutes later you did the exact same thing you were like I'm so sorry like we were chatting and like I just like I know I know you like him I didn't mean you anything you weren't even flirting no. we just talking <laughs> and I was like that those are some loyal friends that even if they talk to the guy that I like they'll like let me know it's true but I really have I've been lucky in the sense that like I feel like my friendships have always been I I haven't really ever had any friend like betray me you have had friends jealous of you yeah that's been a huge thing for me in your life so how have you dealt with that what's that been like I think for me the biggest lesson in that is that it's up to me how much I let someone else's jealousy control me like that was like a really big problem for me from elementary school all the way through college where I just like I would succeed in some way or get a like feedback from a teacher or something and then like my friend would like stop talking to me for a few days that was in elementary school or like just like friends would kind of like lash out at me and be mean when like I would have a win and I always that's not a friend it it's not but like I also get jealousy happens and it's a it's not the end of the world and if they can like talk to you about it and apologize then I'm good honestly but how many times do they apologize and not change it because as somebody who feel I I have struggled with jealousy yeah for most of my life and it's up to me as the jealous person to acknowledge it and not let it happen over and over and over again because then it's an empty apology exactly yeah I think it just takes I think it takes it's that's kind of really the root of it it takes both people like looking at themselves and working on themselves yeah that's how you make it fair but like for me I kind of just like um just recently I realized how unhealthy that is so I think if I had a friend that like kept insistently like being rude to me because they were jealous I wouldn't be friends with them but like when I was like 12 I didn't really know any better I just wanted my friends to like me and so I ended up like trying to like hold back success 
and like hold back like doing like if you were dancing yeah dancing to your full capacity yes because you didn't want them to not like yes and I remember so vividly when I got to college in my first I transferred to a college in my first day in dance class in ballet the teacher was like oh like what's your name I was like Natasha she's like that that was great can you show the class and I instantly like felt myself contract I was like oh shit like now everyone's not gonna like me they're gonna think I'm like a show off or stuck up and I never was in like a supportive environment where like if I did well people were happy for me and that's a indicator of a good friend is somebody who wants you to shine your brightest and understands that you shining does not dim their shine it actually lights the path for you more yeah, absolutely. The more light, the better. Exactly. And I, I, that happened and I really was kind of freaked out. But then I was also like, you know, it, it could just be in your head. And then I was walking out of class and like two people came up to me and were like, that was so beautiful. Like, I'm so happy. Like you're in our class now. And I was like, what? Like people are nice to you when you succeed. And it was like a big light bulb for Only me. Only at the top, Natasha. <laughs> when you succeed, one teacher said, good job. She's like, so God. this is what success feels like. <laughs> <laughs> I always knew I'd make it. <laughs> no, but I, that was, you know, it, it was kind of like that, that. I feel like that's kind of my theme of like all these episodes I'm realizing is I always take negative things that happened to me and I try to use them to strengthen me so like I'm so resilient I'm really (laughs) that is that's the definition of resilience oh thanks Brene and I just I'm really trying to I really try I still am trying to reinforce in myself that if I shine people will not stop talking to me because of it yeah it's and if they do Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Right. Send them our way and we'll kill them. Never dim your shine for anyone else. Yeah, wow. No. That escalated. No, never, ever, ever. And if a friend makes you feel like they don't like it when you succeed. Question if it's good having them around. Bye-bye. Yeah. So that's kind of been my main lesson. I think also, like, just... Another thing that I've had to learn is like in my relationship and in my friendships, and they're all relationships, is boundaries and like how important they are. And like you need to have friends that are okay with your boundaries. Like with you, like I know at a certain point if we're out and you get tired, like you're not you're not gonna wanna be around that much longer. And so I like am aware of that with you and it is all good like we have a mutual agreement like when we were at a music festival I could just see Mari was fading but I wanted to stay out and that's we've come to a place in our friendship where that's okay and so I was like here I'll walk you back to the tent today you put me to bed like a baby you guys she straight up walked me to bed she tucked me in I did because in I res- I respect your boundaries and I don't and hold I was it like, against and you. And I was so happy. I was like, okay, have yeah. fun. Yeah, and night, you night. don't you don't hold it against me. No. You respect me that I want to do something and you don't, and that is all good. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot that you tucked me. In. I was like, okay, good night She's now. Like, night. Here's your bubba. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah. I think it's it's a lot of it is like your friends. You guys don't need to be on the same wavelength at all times just respect that they are their own person and they sometimes won't want to do things sometimes like you know if they if you guys had plan obviously if this happens over and over it's not cool but like if you guys have plans 
if you told me like, hey, I am so depleted. I think I just need a me day and we had plans. I would be like, take your me day. I wouldn't be like, what the heck? We had that last week. We were going to hang out on Friday and you were like, I think I'm going to hang out with Chris today. And I was like, go do it. Yeah. And it's so that was because you knew I needed to have that day with him. Yeah. There was no stress. It's like, I know you're going to like, it doesn't, it does. It's not about me. And I think that's where like giving your friends love and care and nurturing it's it's an act of of service Mm. because you needed that day with Chris Mm -hmm. I was fine doing my own thing it wasn't an ego thing for me I wasn't like she doesn't want to hang out with me I was like oh she just wants to hang out with Chris tonight and I also like deeply appreciate that you are willing to do that for me like it's a it's a two-way street yeah it is a two-way street like I don't take that for granted yeah and I don't take it personally right it's just it, it and also look like like we said like we went through a turbulent time and now looking back it all seems kind of minor. I know. It felt big in the moment though. Yes. But I will say like we're only closer now because we went through that. Yeah. We wouldn't have been this close. I know. We can just talk anything out now. Yeah, it is like not drama. No, and that's also a great indicator of a good friendship is that it's pretty low drama. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about each other behind each other's backs. No one's gossiping. She said that? What? Mm-hmm. Like, it's low stakes. It's low, not low stakes, but it's low drama. Even, like, I, I really appreciate my friends that, like, I have one friend who lives in Europe. Shout out, Tessa. What's up, Tessa? <laughs> and, and, like, we don't really like talk or see each other that much but when we do she still feels like one of my sisters yeah and like you know that's just that is mutual respect that we have our own lives going on and that we love each other still and it's there's flexibility in a healthy friendship right right absolutely yeah yeah and I think like the the main thing about having female friends is just like being a woman, if you're a boy, turn this off because it's about to get real girly. <laughs> no, like being a woman in our society comes with a specific set of challenges. And like, it's so hard sometimes. Yeah. It's really hard. Like, we, you know, like, Men will never understand what it feels like to grow up in a world where we're, you're constantly being told, like, are you sure you can do that? And, and like, all of the... Oh, whoa, calm down. All of how all of the personality traits and all the things that come naturally to us as women are used against us. Like, like being overly passionate. Yeah. I used to, as a kid, I used to get that, like, you're so passionate. Yeah, and, like, and um, we're, like, too emotional. We're hysteric. Like, no, we are the feelers of the of humankind. Like, there's men and women. Women feel. Men, um, they... What do they do? <laughs> Wait, let me think. No, like, you know, like, we all have a masculine and, and feminine in us. But I think in general, like, women's superpower, like, we are put on this earth to feel. Yeah. We are the feelers. And that is important. And all of the feminine gifts on earth, because we are such a, like, capitalist society of, like, succeed, achieve, do. We've, it's like, we've, like, we've overlooked, like, the importance of feminine qualities. Like, feel, enjoy, um savor savor have fun nurture dance 
laugh, be present, like feel sense, like sensations of your body, like sensual, but not like even with like, like sex, like with like literally like, oh, this cherry tastes so good. It's like, <laughs> damn, that was like the most sexy fruit she could have possibly. She's like, it's not sexual, but like, <laughs> ah, the juice. I'm sorry, this lumquat. <laughs> 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 like all of like the the feminine qualities it's like almost like we're, it's looked at as fluff and i will say women are the so only sad. ones who get it yes and for our male listeners right now i think that like it's a great thing to know that about women your female friends your girlfriends your moms it's like being there for each other and that's why female friends are so wonderful because we get Chris, it. Chris, Ryan, we love them. They're not going to get it like they don't we get do. It. Yeah. And, and they it's okay. And we don't, it's not their we job. Don't, they don't need to. That's why you have different people in your life. So, like, when people say, like, oh, my boyfriend, you're not, you know, and I, like, he's my everything. I'm always like, mm-mm-mm. You sh- need other people in your life. And like Esther Perel. Esther Perel taught mm-hmm. us that. Mm-hmm. She told us. Specifically on me the and Marty no, when we no, were no. hanging out. <laughs> we were, like, reading something of hers or listening or something. But she said... You can't have your, I'm going to butcher this, but your boyfriend cannot be your lover, your confidant, your best friend, your adventure buddy, your, you know, your therapist, your personal trainer. You're like, they can't be your everything. Because she was saying humans, we come from a, we used to be like a tribal community. So we had one person for everything. And now our tribe has just become like our nuclear family. So we kind of like expect or partner to be our entire tribe and that's just completely unrealistic and draining for them and so you need your female like you need them like it's like it's like flowers to your soul that's how I feel and you know what's a really good thing is like texting a friend hey just thinking about you I love you oh I know it's so cute and just like sending a friend a text Hey, like, you know, it's the pandemic. Let's FaceTime next week. I miss you. Right. Hey, how are you today? And just listening and, like, giving that person space and being the kind of friend that you want to have, which is, like, we've talked about that, too, of, like, being the employee you want to be, being, you know, being the sister you want to have. Like, that is how I go through our friendship. Like, I treat you... And Molly and Logan, you know, Camille, like I, I treat them how I would want to be treated. The kind of friend that you'd want to have. Yeah. And you're a good friend. Thanks. I'm a damn good friend. Yes, you are. (laughs) No, because I really, I I do really work at it. Yeah. Edit that out. No, 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 it's okay. We should be able to. You're a damn good friend. Thanks. I'm not perfect. No one's perfect, but it's not about expecting perfection from each other. Mm -hmm. There's no expectations of perfect. There's no such thing. I don't want a perfect cardboard cutout of Natasha. I don't want a (laughs) two-dimensional. She's doing the robot because she's. Too bad. I am here and I am flawless. (laughs) What do you mean you don't want me as a friend? (laughs) But I think like I just the, the last thing that we wanted to talk about was just like how it's so important to recognize the way society trains women to tear each other down. Mm -hmm. Why they do that to us. They, I don't even know who they is. The patriarchy and why it's so important to not only nourish your relationships with your friends, but like nourish women. Like 
we all know how hard it is to be a woman and like the next time you catch yourself like putting a woman down just like remember like she's has her issues that probably very similar to yours and we're, we're all fighting the same cause and like we need sisterhood we need to support each other and it's just such a it's such a beautiful energy when there's just a room full of women do you know I what know. i mean and women like if you like someone's outfit on the street say it yeah if a woman looks beautiful say it if if a woman has a smart idea at work or in school or she pitches an idea you know during a college lecture say it like go up and be like hey like that was so smart yeah because we need to be told and reminded because it's a very male dominated society and things are changing but it it still is Mm -hmm. and so let's support each other and know that it's okay to be jealous and just because she has that doesn't mean you don't yeah and there's enough room at the table for everybody and we're trained to put each other down because there's not enough room at the table Mm -hmm. but now there is enough room at the table Mm -hmm. there is and like also like it's it's so funny when you were saying like give a compliment because I was just thinking like the the whole thing at college when they came up to me afterwards and how much of a big deal that was for me they had no idea what was going on internally in my my 20 years of struggle that led up to that moment where I was like oh crap no one's gonna like me and then they someone complimented me and it like it really helped my perspective shift and you never you never know what anyone could be going through and like just next time you see like a girl out on the street just like feel that sisterhood and yeah. and nourish it if and you also, can and if it's not your thing to like go up to a stranger on the street and compliment them just send them positive vibes and send them love yeah and know that everyone is trying the best they can with what they have right now mm-hmm. you know I remember when I was a kid I did a play and I I loved friends and um and um Janice from friends came up to me after the play and was like that was really great like you did a really good job and it was so cool. it was really cool and I was like whoa like I watch you every week on my tv and here you are in person telling me and I it, it really like it was an older woman who was an actress and she was like yeah like kind of gave me that nod like that yeah 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 you got that and I was like well, and it, it really encouraged me more than any guy saying anything. It was like an older woman who had done it. Marian Janice's day <laughs> of fun. <laughs> My Chandler thing. No, but it's it's it so, really meant a lot to me. It's we have to we have to instead of think like. I got to protect my sh- my stuff. And I, I'm sorry, I'm trying not to cuss so much. <laughs> my mom gave us feedback yeah. on this. She's like, you guys cuss a lot. You know what? Fuck that. No, I'm just kidding. You know what, Nashua? <laughs> no. She's not going to listen to this. No, like, instead of feeling like, oh, my God, like, because that's, that's the way our so- – let's end on this. That's the way our society is set up because men have designed it this way to for us to think that – it's going to be 99% men and 1% women. And so we need to like really get our shit unlocked so that we can be that 1% of women that's at the table with them. And that is not the way it is. And the more that we push each other down, the more that will perpetuate that idea. So instead of being like, oh my God, like I need to just take all the good and like keep it for me. And I, I need this. I need this so that like I can rise above. Be like, no, 
I don't need to hold on to all of this. I can share it with all the other women because together we're so much more powerful than just me trying to succeed and push other people down on the way. We need to just like be like, no, like let's all hold hands, sisters of the world. Oh, here she goes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Get I out shouldn't have. <laughs> oh my God. Mercury's I brought in a rose quartz today. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you know what I mean, though? Yeah. I like, think we should end there. Okay. Well, shit. You're done. <laughs> no. But no, but I, I really think, like, just remember that and nourish your female friendships and nourish. Tell people you love them. Nourish, yeah, just the sisterhood of, like, being a woman in this world. And you should feel proud and do the superwoman pose in front of the mirror and say, you fucking got this. I got this. And, you know, if you don't got this, call a girlfriend. <laughs> Say, I don't got this. <laughs> I fucking got this. I fucking got this. I do not got this. <laughs> Mari. <laughs> all right. Well. Sending you all the love. We love you guys. DM us. Yeah, we love hearing from you guys. The DMs have been insane, and we're just like, we like overjoyed cry. with the feedback and anything that you want us to tackle, talk about hard issues that you're dealing with. Please tell us. Let's bring it to the table, and let's talk about all of it in a safe way, and Natasha and I will do the hard work for you, and mm-hmm. we'll talk about it. And... Uh, yeah. And if you guys want to send us a voice message, there's a link to do it in our show notes. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, there's a link at the bottom and you can send us a, a voice message. Yeah. And we'd you love can to send us you. questions, anything that you want to talk about. We really, we are here to serve you. Yeah. So we really let us are. know how. Really. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Let us help on three. Okay. One, One two, three. Let, let us help. help. <laughs>